like, this is what everyone's telling us to do. So what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> musical duo you may know them from their recent single overthinking please welcome michael and ben of the astronomers to the podcast how are you guys doing today great great thanks for having us yeah thank you so much for coming on so you guys can both answer this together or just go one at a time but what were kind of your guys' first experience with music like or when did you kind of fall in love with music um, I think the general uh, answer to that question is Ben and I both met in jazz band in middle school. So we had um, kind of the love for soloing over jazz tunes and um, kind of just being creative with what we were doing. We felt like we were kind of outcast with how we liked to solo. We just liked to be loud and really into it and I think we took it one step further by starting our own band when we got to high school and we did covers and to shorten it up you know in college we started our own group and started making our own music and that's where we are now so all right and from what I understand both of you kind of didn't really come from the big like music families or you were kind of the first people to really like get into music in your families is that right yeah, that's correct. Uh, no one in my family uh, does anything music, so they don't really know how I got into it. Uh, I didn't get it from anyone, but it's yeah. I just, we just I think we both just kind of took it out ourselves. Uh, we really just kind of found our passion in middle school. It was just, we had so much fun with it. So. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned that like you were in a cover band kind of in high school, and then in college is when you decide to make the change and go to your own band and start making music then what kind of went into that process of deciding to kind of go off on your own and do original music so while we had the other band going i started to get into production and i had this youtube channel called dj baker uh it was like all copyright free music uh that was going well and then we went off to college. I was still doing that my freshman year of college at a school. I went, I went to UW Platteville. And at the time, Michael was going to UW Oshkosh. Uh, so I was doing this kind of solo production thing for a while. And I just wasn't having as much fun with it because no one at my school was, that I was around wasn't really into music. So I got kind of sick of making music by myself. And then I, I called Michael up and FaceTimed him. I'm like, I think this would be a lot more fun if we made it a duo. And he was really down. And that's, I mean, I, I kind of told him too, like, if we're going to do this, let's do this like every day. I, I work on music every day. Let's not just mm. do this for two weeks and just kind of throw it under the table. Uh, and he's like, bro, I will do this every single day for sure. And that's what we've done. And yeah. <laughs> and so you guys definitely got lucky that you kind of discovered this passion so early in middle school like you said 
as just a child growing up before that, did you have any other, like, all the kids kind of have the big dreams of, like, oh, I want to be a professional athlete, astronaut, firefighter, whatever. Did you have anything other than music that you were thinking about? Yeah, I mean, I think we all have different things. Um, but I'll let, I'll let Ben kind of say how his other things. He, ben, I, ben, I feel like Ben, I feel like yours changed a lot, like, <laughs> growing up. Well, in high school, I was originally planning on becoming a construction manager. That's what I was going to school for. Uh, freshman year of college, uh, I was going to school at in an engineering school, and I was going for construction management. Um, and then once I was in it, I realized this is not creative, and it's just I'm just not really having fun, not really enjoying it. So I. I was only there for a year, and then I decided to just go for a general business degree and then move in with Michael at Oshkosh uh, so we could just focus on music stuff. But I don't know, even when I was a kid, I, I wanted to be like an architect or uh, when I was really young, like first grade, I was really into writing books. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, yeah, I, I don't know, it was, it was just fun for me to see like how many books I could write. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to be an author at one point when I was really young. Um, <laughs> just a, yeah, I mean, music was never really an option. Like when, when my manager reached out to me in high school, he asked like what my plan was with music. And I, I'm like, oh, it'll always be a hobby. I'm not really planning on doing anything mm-hmm. with this. I'm just going to, you know, have fun with it. But it's, it's definitely starting to get more serious, which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that thought of like having it just as like a hobby and not really something that you're trying to, I don't want to say get good about like trying to become famous for you weren't trying to get your name out in the music industry. When did that sort of change or what went into that change? Like freshman year of college, you kind of said. That's actually a really good question that I don't think anyone has actually asked before. Uh, yeah. I, I think the, the big kind of change was when I was at Platteville, uh, for the astronomers, I was networking with some cool people in LA and I sent a song that I, that I worked on to the songwriter, uh, that written some really big hits and I just asked for some feedback and I, I found his email cause I, I knew like a mutual person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he responded, he's like, this is dope. Uh, I wonder, can I record on this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, it was a couple of days later, he sent back a song, like he recorded on it and stuff. And I'm like, this is really, I, I didn't think someone who's written hits for like Lady Gaga, like mm-hmm. he, oh, my production was cool and he even wanted to record on it. So I'm like, this, I might, I might have something here. Uh, that's where I kind of, I definitely, it opened my eyes from, this is something I can do, and maybe I should take this a little bit more seriously. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it was when we started, when we first started the project, we went out to LA a couple of times, and I think just like surrounding yourself around people who are trying to do the same thing in any field is so important because it makes you... um, realize what you need to do or what they're doing 
or it just shows you how fun it really can be. So like just kind of being surrounded by so many people who are passionate about it is really a motivator and helps you get Um, and I think just like starting to see those numbers translate to like Spotify is really cool because we're like, wow. I mean, when we started thinking that we would almost be at 800,000 streams on one song, we probably didn't think we would, you know, you you think of those things maybe down the line, but you never really feel that until you see it. Mm -hmm. And so it's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of like you said this song overthinking almost at 800,000 streams when was the first time you heard that on the radio and what was that kind of like for you guys oh it was it was awesome the first time so i was in this is october i think october november of 2020 i was in arizona and uh i got like a notification on my phone and it was like a YouTube comment. It was like, just heard this on 101 WIXX. Great sound. I'm like, oh, wow, they're playing it. And then, so the first time I actually heard it on the radio, it was like on my laptop, like the online, like the mm-hmm. player of it. But then when I got home, I started hearing it, like just driving my see all the time car. Yeah. Now our new one, Bad Type, is is playing on that station in mm-hmm. uh, Anastasia, Minnesota. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. I think it's cool, like, it would, when, <clears throat> still to this day, whenever, like, our friends or someone hears one of our songs on the radio and they send it to us, like, that's really cool. Like, it's always, it's always rewarding seeing someone <clears throat> take a video of it and send it to them and be like, yo, I just heard your song, that's so mm-hmm. cool. But I think when it hit me is when it's just me in the car, I'm driving, and then all of a sudden it's my song, it's my voice, mm-hmm. like, being on the station that we grew up listening to, I think that's when it really hit me that it was like, wow, like this is, that's, that's impressive. Like, yeah, like we really pat ourselves on the back to be on like the biggest pop station in our state that we grew up in. And so I think that's when it really hit me. It was just hearing it by myself in the car and just being like, wow, that's me singing. That's cool. Yeah. You definitely have an accomplishment with getting a song on any radio station, let alone, the big radio station mic that um and like you were saying i think it's really cool to get tons of like positive feedback yeah from like people who hear and send it to you but i think it's also just something different when it's someone like you personally know or someone in your family that's like that sends it to you and like shows that they're supporting you and listening to that Mm -hmm. yeah 100%. and so with with a lot of music now we kind of see artists have like a one-hit wonder whether it's a song that just got popular or whether people start using it on platforms like TikTok or something what do you what do you think are benefits and also downfalls of having the music industry be like this where just a random song can just pop off on TikTok Ben I'm gonna take this one first (laughs) you seem very anxious to have this answer just, 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 just let me. If there's one that I go first on today, it'll be this one. It's really that's a great question. Um, we've been talking about this a lot in like the recent, like last couple of days. Um, because yeah, like it's ironic that 
the trend right now is to be on TikTok, but there's also like Ben and I were saying, what's what could we do that would be a trend, but not using TikTok? And Ben's like, well, it's ironic. You probably have to use TikTok to not use TikTok, and it's like there's truth to that. So there's there's a lot of good that comes with you know trying to build your platform using another platform, like by putting yourself out there on tiktok for instance you're letting people know about you which is cool but i think what has been the theme lately with tiktok is it's it's we're getting away from the actual musicality and the actual realness and rawness that comes with say listening to a full-length album it's all about dropping one song at a time for you know every month you drop one new song and it's how you promote it on tiktok and sure, it does really well, and it might, you know, get a million streams in the first day, which is insane. We would love that. We wouldn't be like, oh, man, like, we got this off of TikTok. That sucks. No, we'd be happy about it. But you really... ...to what, like, you're trying to do. And so there's, like, a real 50-50 feel for me, personally, when it comes to TikTok, because... It's a great platform where you can get yourself out there, and it's it's proven to be an easy way to do that. But you're also kind of um, you're kind of limiting what you can do as an actual musician, mu- musician. Sorry, um, and it's just it's bittersweet because you wanna you wanna use the platform, you wanna do well. But you also want to like give people that realness in your music. You want to drop an album and you want to keep that authenticity in between you and your fans. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Benefits is uh, it's it's like almost it's like if you're not using TikTok especially, but like all the platforms like consistently, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because everyone else is. Yeah. Uh, TikTok is almost like, almost like a lottery where it's like people are just flooding it because they just they just want to get that one that really pops off and that throws them you know a hundred times you know multiplies their listeners by a hundred x. We've seen it happen to a lot of our friends. Even uh, it, it happens often, and it, it's it's fun and exciting, but. but the content sometimes it's like, are you are you posting it because you're really passionate about it? Or are you are you pat are you posting it because it's like this? It's like a lottery ticket, you know. The, yeah. the more you buy, the better chance you have at hitting the lottery. You know what I mean? It's you yeah. just you both kind of have this sense of like we went from artists spending years on this full length album and people wait for it, wait for it, and then they'd finally listen through it, start to finish. And as time's gone on, we've kind of seen that get shorter. Albums have gotten shorter. Singles become more popular. Now, even shorter than singles, people like people come out with the singles. And yeah, sure, the whole song's pretty good, but they really make sure to have that 15 to 20 second chorus that really hits or that bridge that really hits and can go viral. And it's just people need to find the artists they like that still hold on to that long album format and want to really 
tell a story or form a connection with their fans and not just try to get that lottery ticket from TikTok. Yeah. Right. And there's no, there's not much, like, I think because of TikTok, a mix between, like, TikTok and, like, Corona where people are just, you know, on their phones more, inside more, uh, attention spans in general are just lower. And also, and then on top of that, uh, because of this TikTok content feeding, there's, like, really, there's not much sense of, like, mystery with, like, artists anymore. It's, like, if you write a new song, post about it, because if it blows up, then the song's going to do well. You, like, that's that's kind of where it's going. Like, it's, like, full transparency almost for artists, where it's, like, throw everything you got at TikTok. That's, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It it's, like, it's, like, if I can intervene quick, um... That's the one thing I always just never liked because you look at artists who are, I mean, we're cultivates or like, we just did this the last two days we've been doing this where we play like the first minute of a song and it gives you the verse, the pre-chorus and the chorus. And it's like, all right, there it is. But then it's like, when people hear it, I, I feel like they're going to get bored of the song right away because there's no wow factor right when you listen to the song. You already know what it's going to sound like and that's why you want to listen to it. But you don't, there's no like wonder. There's no thought of what it will be like. And it's just so, it's really kind of like aggravating because I don't want people to know every single song we're putting out. But it's like, this is what everyone's telling us to do. So what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's really just the question, and it's also hard. Like, you don't want to do that, maybe, but just because everyone else is doing that, you just have to do it just to keep pace with them, just to have a chance to compete with them. I know it's crazy. Uh, it's it's frustrating, but like, there isn't a good solution right now. And if you want, it's like it's it's ironic because if you want to start the trend of like artists, let's slow down here. Let's. Mm-hmm not post, you know, so much on TikTok and let's kind of get back to like the normal, I don't know, just music side of it, not content. Uh, yeah, the, the trend would start on TikTok. It's, it's just very ironic. Well, yeah, and it's also just, I feel like if anyone tried to do that, you'd have the other artists who want something like that with you, but then you'd have all these artists that got their one viral hit off of TikTok and it'd be like, I just did this. It went well. I grew my fan base massively. Why would I stop doing that? Yeah, that's why there really isn't a solution right now. But I think it's just kind of frustrating for for big artists and small artists. Everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's being told to, to do this. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's just wild that you could have some big artists like putting out TikToks, promoting new songs, but that only gets like half the views of an artist who just came out with like their second single ever. But like, because it's viral, because it's pop, that like blast to the top of the TikTok for you page. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it is using platforms. Maybe it's like you said, Ben, reaching out to people, just getting that feedback. What, tips or advice would you give to people just starting their music career, trying to get better at their craft, trying to get their name out there? Use TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you say just kidding, but honestly, it could work. 
no, I know, and that's like that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, like use the platforms that are available. That's so important. But like, do it because you like it. Gosh, I'm sick of all these people that are like starting to make music, but like it's for the sole purpose of oh, I'm gonna try to blow up. Like, I'm gonna, Mm -hmm. I wanna, wanna get clout. I want likes. I want views. It's like you shouldn't do anything because of the thought of it being making you popular like i think i think when we were when we were first starting out i had a a a mindset that was very much like dang like what are we gonna do to like be the most popular like what can we do but really you got to do it because you like it and that'll 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 excel everything else that you do like if you are good if you're a good singer nail that into the ground be a good singer. Work on your craft. Find someone else who knows how to record you. Find someone else who knows how to produce. Look at me. Look at Ben. I'm like, Ben's definitely the producer in the group. Mm. I'm more of the singer-songwriter. So we both got good at that before we started to, you know, intertwine what we do. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. get good at one thing, you know, nail that into the coffin, and then find someone else who's good. Combine you've got your, you've got your project. Right. I mean, there's no, it's impossible to do everything yourself. You you definitely need to build a team or or bring some people in to, to fill your weaknesses or, you know, just help you out with general marketing stuff. You want to get it really, really going. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's also something that has been coming into the limelight recently, rather than the view of like, oh, like, this is my favorite artist, and it's all them, it's kind of, we've kind of had more transparency with, like, okay, these people produced it, these people mixed and mastered it, we have these people working on marketing, and it's a giant team, not just this one person trying to do it all for them. Right, exactly. So, uh, was there ever kind of a moment, uh, maybe it was from the pandemic or something else, where, like, you kind of hit a lull or like you were thinking of taking a break or quitting music even just because it felt too difficult or it felt like nothing would come from it. Not really quitting music, not really like taking a break either. Mm-hmm. More so we had a couple of opportunities fall through on our end over the end of summer, fall, winter range. Yeah. <laughs> so like half the year. <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and it wasn't really a, a situation where where was Ben or I's fault. It was we put our trust in a lot of other things that were big opportunities that didn't end up working out. Mm-hmm. And so when things went slow, I think it was hard for us to keep that natural, like, you know, endorphin boost that comes from releasing music af- one after another and, and getting an album ready or getting a music video ready. Yeah. You know, Michael, when you say things get slow, was a little bit of that, but we're back on track. When you say things get slow, uh, like when the opportunities fell through, it's not necessarily like, uh, like publicly it got like the number. It's not like the numbers got yeah. lower. Anything. No, no, more, more so like, like behind, kind of like just demotivating, or it's like ah, uh, we yeah. had like really cool things and. Kind of like, well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to answer that, 
if like we ever thought about like stop quitting music or like taking a break, not not ever like seriously. Sometimes you kind of like hmm, I don't know. It's just it's, there's a lot of like ups and downs. You're like some days you're like this is awesome, but like, this is like going so well, and then some days you just kind of feel like oh, this just just feels like it's moving so slow, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely like when you release music and you get, get a song on the radio, it, it's, it's like you're on Mount Everest. It's, it's definitely a high and then it starts to wear off. And then you're looking for that next thing to like kind of fill the void. And, uh, it's, it's definitely a roller coaster of just ups and downs. Yeah. We're back. Though. We've got, we've got our next moves right now. Don't worry. Um, All right. <laughs> Seems like the cliche or like the rule never to say it, but technically big things coming, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> the famous line is said by, you know, no one. <laughs> so you kinda have your your style, your sound, do you think it's kind of your own unique sound or do you try to use influences or bits and pieces from other artists? and kind of blend that all into one. We definitely use influences and have people who motivate us to, to try to do a certain sound. I mean, like, if I wanted to get like really deep with it, music is always copied from other musicians. Yeah. Like it's, it's the same as art. When you see something, you want to try to do that. Or when you, when you hear someone do something, you're, you're influenced by that. That's natural. And, I think one of the things Ben and I have always struggled with is when people say, one of the common things is like the AJR comparisons with us. Mm -hmm. um, Is this like, are you guys just trying to copy them? We kind of look at that as like, wow, (laughs) we're being compared to one of the most successful bands in the world. I mean, they're playing at the college football playoffs and that's insane. They're playing at New Year's Eve balls. They're on the radio 24-7. So that's cool that we're being compared to that in that quality. Um, so yeah, there's always people that we're trying to influence. There might be a song that we're like, oh, that was cool. Let's go try to make a version of that. Yeah. But we always have our style. We always have our thing that makes us us. So Yeah, we definitely just try to make, just have fun with it and just try to make like whatever sounds good to us. Um, like Michael said, there's the nature of music and art is just, you're going to be, it's influence. Yeah. No one really has this, like, this, this strike of ideas that no one has ever done before. Yeah. It doesn't, it's always uh, just kind of a flow of just influence and that that's what's cool. That's what, that's what art is. The, so. the idea of truly original is like basically impossible because you would, everyone listens to music, everyone listens to other artists. No one like blocks out the world, hasn't listened to any music and comes out with something. And then even if they somehow were to do that, there's the wild chance that it sounds similar to some other artists. So really was like the benefit of doing that anyways. Exactly. Yeah. And Michael, you were kind of saying that you've been compared to groups like AJR before. And I can, uh, especially with something like your single over thing, I can definitely see that the vocal editing, the big bombastic brass sections uh, how can you get comments like that and kind of like 
how do you get over that and not just feel like, oh, maybe, maybe I am just the next whoever and not, how do you block that out? And you're like, I am me. We are original. Like, this is what we're doing. Um, I mean, kind of like what I said before, I think we grew up going to one of the shows that AJR had in Oshkosh in 20, what, 15, 16, 2016? Yeah, 16. 2016? Yeah. And I just think it's, if people can realize when they say you're copying someone, you're not going to say that to someone who, who doesn't, look, I'm not trying to be anything here, but you're not going to go and say that to someone who doesn't have like a good, like a good song. Like if, if it's not there yet. You're not going to say, well, that sounds just like they yeah. are, for instance. So for someone to, say, post on Twitter and say, yeah, the astronomers are uh, 100% copycat of AJR, it might be like, okay, I kind of disagree with that, but that's your opinion. But also, we're being, like I said, we're being compared to one of the best yeah. bands out there, one of the most creative, one of the most professional sounding bands out there. Um, so no, it doesn't really get to us. I think if anything, we say, we always leave a comment back. Like, thank you. Like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for giving us your opinion. Thanks for the constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. We never really, if you give in to what people are saying, you're, you're basically a part of that. So we, we never really let that affect what we're doing. Yeah. I, I don't think there's ever been really any comment that it's ever no really gotten to us uh we definitely i mean we see truth in some comments uh like we love constructive criticism we read all the comments um we try to respond to most of them too and yeah i i think it's more it's we take it as as a compliment if they if they're comparing us to like ajr or sounds like black barrel great we love black barrel or this gives us surfaces vibes great we love services you know what i mean yeah. like it's awesome uh so yeah i, I think i just changed my name to the astronomers michael because i didn't realize i was supposed to have a certain name <laughs> you're, you're good you're good <laughs> so when when you're coming up with a new song whether it's going to be a single or part of an album what does that kind of look like do you find like lyrics and then you're looking for a sound to kind of go along with that do you have like an instrumental and you want to write something on top does it kind of vary song to song what's that like yeah on song for sure uh a lot of i mean yeah every song is different sometimes we start with production a lot of times michael will write the song first and then he'll show me then we get into production uh sometimes michael will write it and produce out like a little demo and then I'll like really dive into production. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different every time. That's why it's so fun. Cause like you, yeah, it's, it's kind of different every time. I, I feel like following the same way every time, like let's get the instrumental first, then we'll write. And then once it's all written, we'll record. I feel like if you do that for every song, eventually it might get, monotonous almost or you might get songs that sound similar whereas this kind of keeps it lively and every song kind of has its own story right yeah 100 percent. we we 
kind of work really freely and just however however it happens it happens we don't really have a, like a set way of doing things or a set kind of standard it's just it sounds good and whatever way we can make it work that's that's the way we're gonna do it mm-hmm. so yeah no i agree i think it's always changing whatever we're we're doing as of late it's just been me in the studio so i've been kind of starting and writing and everything and sending mm-hmm. them to ben the love bracelet is the perfect gift for you and your partner. The Love Bracelet prides themselves on handmade matching bracelets. Each bracelet that they make is named after a city in the Amalfi Coast in Italy. If bracelets aren't your thing, that's fine. They have sweatshirts and other products as well. The Love Bracelet is a business dedicated to raising awareness for domestic violence. Use code HEROICYT for 35% off and free U.S. shipping. They do also ship worldwide. Find them at Official Love Bracelet on Instagram. And again, that is code HEROICYT, all lowercase, for 35% off your order and free U.S. shipping. So you guys kind of use terms like chapter two or something on your music on your projects to in a way almost bookmark it using using these terms chapters or whatnot is that kind of are you trying to tell an overarching story with your music or is that just kind of a cool stylistic thing that you guys wanted to try yeah i think it's just kind of a i think it's kind of a cool way to like uh, creatively kind of tell like a cohesive story everyone says you know EP and album and stuff and uh, I just we think chapters are just kind of a cooler way to, uh, to say it mm-hmm. and uh, by grouping you know we had chapter one which is more of our EDM stuff second one was obviously kind of found our sound a little bit more mm-hmm. and then now we're going into chapter three and uh, even kind of pushing our creative boundaries even more I, I think kind of like a book where it's like you start out not really knowing like where it's going and then you kind of as you keep going you just keep finding it you know because like i feel like you're not going to have an artist that every song from the start to the end of their career sounds the same i feel like they have their own story as their music changes yeah yeah i think one of the big things for me um is like what ben said I think chapter is a cool way to put it because every time you put out new music, you're really kind of diving into a, a, a newish sound or a better sound. And so to label it as a chapter is very appropriate because a lot of people use chapters as like, this is a new chapter in my life. This is a new chapter with my job, you know? And, and so to label it like that, I think is the most fitting because it, it really resembles what we're doing and what we're trying to be. Mm-hmm. So. And so from chapter two, you guys have your song Overthinking, which got really popular. That's a song that's kind of gotten the most fun radio stations. What about the song do you think kind of hit in the public's eye or what do you think made it so popular? Uh, Overthinking was definitely the one that like kind of did big things, you know, just big things for us, for the people locally, especially. I think kind of took us a little bit more seriously. Um, honestly, I think the reason it got really popular is is it was just different from you know what we were putting out, like EDM stuff, and then 
that was the start of chapter two and we kind of just dropped this bombshell like check this out this is the this is the new sound we're going for and uh everyone you know we we couldn't have done it without our you know support from just local uh social media and people locally really really supported us on it thought it was really cool uh and then once it hit the radio and uh you know spotify algorithm and stuff like that it, it just kind of kept going uh so that's it's definitely the one that that did it for us when we made it uh we had like this one minute demo and i was just so stoked for it uh i took like three laps around my city like i drove for like an hour listening to like one minute demo because i had such like I had such a good feeling about it and it's just really exciting when you make a song like that and you just have like such a good feeling about it. like this is gonna yeah. be and it does definitely listening to it you said you were driving around listening to it, it does definitely have that kind of soundtrack feel to it it feels like a song that could be played in a movie somewhere yeah it's awesome so i i guess you kind of answered that now but like when you were making this song, did you kind of think like, oh, this might be the big one? Or like, were you expecting it to be the hit of the album? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, when we, were, when we made it, it, it was so easy to make. It was, it was just like effortless. Like he, he wrote the song when he was landscaping, basically. He took the voice memo and then uh, I went over to his house and he's like, check out the song. And he played it on piano and my mind started like just racing. Like I had yeah. so many ideas for it, uh, and we we kind of built it out in like four hours, like just the rough idea of it. And then like a couple of days later, he thought like the Lottie does, and then I figured out how to turn them into like kind of kids, yeah. or, like fish and stuff. And once we made that, we're, like this is this is gonna be a big one for us. And, but we did not expect like all oh, the radio play. And, yeah. You knew it was going to be the big one. You just didn't realize how big the big one would be. (laughs) Right, right. So when you're coming up with a new song, do you kind of have an idea of how long it'll probably take you to come up with a new song? Or, again, does that kind of change song to song? Yeah. Yeah, it usually changes. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead, Michael. Oh, no, it's just... um, It changes depending on, I think, how much time Ben and I have. Um, if we're if we're together for enough time and we don't have a lot of conflicts, we can really ride a song out and, and get it done really quick. But also, not necessarily every time we make a song, it's going to be the quickest thing. Bad Type um, was originally created in June, June, and so we um, we we fussed with it for a couple of months. And then um, had some other things go on with it, and then we came back to it. So songs don't always take um, really quick to, to make and finish. Um, songs have taken years. Drinking on a Tuesday took almost a year to, to, to drop, to, to come out. So, um, and it turned out fine. One of our new ones turned out fine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be over a year. Yeah. So that was started, Ben. Final started in February. Oh, was it? That was, well, either way, it's going to be over a year. By the time <laughs> back. 
It, it's a long time either way, basically. That, that one's a long story. That one should have been out in summer, but then we had some opportunities with it. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some delays on it. Yeah. And so <laughs> the two of you, you can have, you can talk about whether you want the same answer or you guys can have your own separate answers, but just kind of, if you guys got the opportunity to just make a song with any artist in the world, who who would it be? Um, Michael, you I'm gonna go get, first. I'm gonna have to go with Kid Quill. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I was gonna say interesting choice. Say no, 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 no. Um, being real, I would say, um, AJR is obviously up there. We just, we admire them so much and, and look up to what they do. Um, but people like John Bellion, just the, the work that he does and the creativeness that he has, um, in terms of singers and songwriters, probably Quinn 92 or Chelsea Cutler, Jeremy Zucker, all of those guys are really cool. So that would be my choice. I, I have a bunch. So. Yeah, I'd say AJR would be a really cool one. That was like the the first like concert I went to. That's what kind of got me into making music because like I heard I'm not famous on yeah. the radio station that we're now played on, and I was like, this is a really dope band, really dope song. I tried remaking it, so that would be kind of really cool if if we ever had a, a song with AJR and our fan base. Uh, it, People would go nuts for it, yeah. for sure. Um, but I like, you know, Surfaces would be a cool one. They're really cool. I think, uh, yeah, Queen 92. Um, someone that's more, uh, like, kind of older. I, I've been listening to a lot of John Mayer. Yeah. That's, that's like A plus week. Like, that's, that's yeah. way up there. Even like Post Malone, like I'm a Post Malone fan. Like I think he's really dope, but that's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. That'd be he'd be awesome. Yeah, that that's just that's really shooting for the stars. That's like as high as it yeah. gets. But yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of the fun of that question, and I'm sure, I'm sure making a song with AJR would kind of have, the, have this cool feeling where you start off getting comments like, wow, you sound just like this band, and then you come out with a song with that band. I'm sure that'd be an awesome feeling. Exactly. I make it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys kind of have, like, a dream venue in mind, or, like, one arena, one venue that you would really like to play a show or, like, have fans show up to? Uh, personally, I don't really have a dream venue. We just want to play. We just we want to get started. And just playing where you can. Yeah, yeah. Because we really haven't had that that many shows yet uh, in the venue space. At, actually, we haven't had any. Like, yeah. there been it's all been kind of like outdoor and local festivals and stuff yeah. like that. So we're we're still trying to get our foot in the door at venues. If we could play. Red Rocks in California. That would be insane. <laughs> it's an outdoor venue in, I'm sorry, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an outdoor venue in Colorado, and that is 
one of my all-time favorite venues to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we've talked about it before. There are artists who make music for the passion, for the love, and artists who are like, oh, I could do that, or like who just want to get famous for it. What, for you guys, is like, what's kind of your goal with the astronomers, or when would you really look back at your careers and be like, okay, we did it, we made it? Like, what level do you want to reach, kind of, I guess? Yeah, that's a tough question, because I, I, no matter, at, you know, whatever point you're at, there's always, you guys, there's always room to grow. You guys get, you know, higher and higher, and sometimes that's hard, because you get caught up in, like, oh, I'm, I'm not there yet, I'm not here, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. there. Uh, but, like, you know, looking back two years ago, we'd be extremely happy with where we're at right now. And sometimes yeah. we get that because it feels like it's going really, really slow. Right. Like right now, like in the grand scheme of things, 32,000 listeners isn't like a whole lot, but it's, you know, two, like when I started out, I, I looked at that as like a ton. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know if there, there really isn't any end goal. It's it's just, seeing how big yeah it's always like okay i did this what's next almost or like your view just always shifts so that like like when you started thirty two thousand would have seemed giant but now you have thirty two thousand and you're like what can we grow to from here exactly it's always always like how far we can take uh, how far can we take this and like uh still enjoying it and being proud of like the small accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So. And so, if you guys have them, who are your kind of like top three artists of all time? Um, I would say, can I go first, Ben? Um, not in any specific order. Yeah. Oh, in all time, I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase that to okay. since I really started listening to music which was probably, like, the end of high school into college. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Chainsmokers are up there. That was really what got me into songwriting. Um, AJR. And I would have to say Quinn 92. And I know those are all very recent artists. I'm not really getting into the classic people, but it would have to be those three because those are the people yeah. that made me want to do this so i'm not gonna lie and say that they weren't you could also put your own spin on it and kind of say like your favorite oh, three artists almost rather than like trying yeah. to think because the the grammy is the point of the grammy is try to have like the subjective answers to best song best album but i feel like that's near impossible to do if not impossible impossible to do because everyone has their own taste in music everyone likes one thing and dislikes another thing and so yep don't even get ben started on the grammys <laughs> yeah yeah anyways my three favorite artists i'm looking through my spotify right that's a hard one uh ajr is up there and just their production was like they're like the first band i listened to where i was really blown away by like the production where i'm like i've never heard yeah. this kind of Sound these kinds of sounds. Their drums are just dirty. They're just <laughs> really dope. 
It sounds like um, just listening to them, you can like feel the drums almost. Yeah, so AJR is definitely up there just from the uh, just the inspiration, kind of my start with production. Uh, hmm. After that, surfaces, they're up there because I they're just so easy to listen to. Like they're it's just chill music. Uh, I, I can I just throw them on just kind of whatever, just because it's just it's just so chill. Yeah. Really like that about them, and then third one, still scrolling through on Spotify. I gotta get some ideas here. What, like Post Malone, right? Mm-hmm. He was such a big artist for you for so long. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, Post Malone's up there, but I haven't really been listening to him that much lately. I'm just trying, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that's a, it's a really tough question. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. They are surfaces and uh, don't don't feel pressured to come up with another answer. You can you can just leave it at that. Honestly, too, because that's just another one really easy to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, and the productions are also kind of in our arena. Yeah. Uh, definitely inspired by a lot of his productions. So yeah, yeah. so these are kind of like the things that you've been listening to or some some of who like when 92 that have influenced or inspired you for from when you started what made you pick the name the astronomers or what what kind of went into having that be the name of your group yeah so when i had my youtube channel uh it was called dj baker it was all steam uh so then when I decided to cycle into it and make it a duo, I knew like we had to have a new name. Mm. And I I thought the astronomers like was a cool name because I wanted to keep the space theme. So we just went with that and kind of keep the brand going and kind of a smooth transition of audience because my audience is already kind of hip to the, the space branding. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's the reason for the astronomers. And I just think space is cool. Like I, I probably would have picked that name anyway. Uh, even if I didn't have that channel, just yeah. I had a cool name and wasn't taken. So, yeah, yeah. it so, actually was taken. What the Instagram? Not on Spotify. <laughs> right? Yeah, there was a band in Virginia, a cover band called the Astronomers. Mm-hmm. They look like they're like twelve, and the page operated in like twenty thirteen or something. So yeah, but well, I don't know. They 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 were almost there. They almost had their shot. Um, so just a couple more questions here do you guys kind of again same as the artist it can be top or favorite and don't feel pressure to have three of them but do you have kind of a favorite three albums of all time and also feel free to put your albums in there if you like them (laughs) guess it's just life taking chips Um, I would say for me um Right off the top of my head, I have to look up what they're called. So, Ben, if you know, you can say it. Right. Yeah. So, my top three right now were my top three of all time. Two to two all time, bro. Yeah, all time. Uh, now it's tough. Or whatever's whatever's you. The click by AJR. That one's probably number one. Like. 
yeah, that was just that was like the first album I was just so like genuinely excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, uh, I'm gonna put in Sob Rock right now by John Mayer. Been listening to that a lot lately, and then Surfaces uh, Horizons. Mm-hmm. I listen to that a lot. So all all yeah. good choices, all good albums. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to put the click in there too because I did listen to the CD almost every day on my way to school my junior year of high school um, or senior year of high school I think it actually was um, so I'll have to put that one as a for sure one um, then I'm gonna throw it back to uh, Vessel by uh, 21 Pilots yeah that's one of my favorites I, too I, lo- I love 21 Pilots oh. It's insane. That that album I listened on repeat. Another CD that I just tore apart in my Toyota Camry. And some, um, some great songwriting there, too. Yes. And then the, the last one would be a combination of two. Um, would either Number three would either be um, My Head is an Animal by of Monsters and Men. Another one that I just crazy listened to. Mm-hmm. Or... Um, Memories do not open by the Chainsmokers because they just it just has a big nostalgic uh, love yeah. for me. Like that's I just there's a lot of memories with that one and they do yeah. not open. So, <laughs> um, um, yeah. so yeah, I would say it's would be between those couple. Great picks, great picks. Or or wait a minute, um, Milo Xylito, by far my favorite Coldplay album. So yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Those are my top five. And uh, just kind of for you guys, is there a song of yours that you've made that's kind of your favorite, or that like, you know? yeah? I'd say with the success it brought and the memories of like it brought, definitely overthinking, just because radio. We've never been on the radio before. That's the one that did it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of new things came from that, and. That's that's the reason why I like it the best. So, you know, I love when when people ask us what our favorite song is that we've ever made, because it's like, I feel like some people forget that that we like as artists, as creators of the songs, probably have like favorites mm-hmm. out of them, and so I always look at um, "Love Lasts," which is one of our songs that's kind of in the dust it's not it's not one many people probably know of it's one of our older songs um but there was something about writing and making that song that was just so special i think the the lyrics and everything were really important to me i wrote it with a good friend uh eric reed he was a buddy of ours in our old band in high school and I remember the production side of it, Ben, we would drive back and forth to our dorm in Oshkosh over winter break and listen to whatever bounce we had on our way back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just remember how fun that was and just listening to whatever we had and be like, oh, these sounds so cool. We got to do this tomorrow when we come back or something like, like that was so fun. And I think, you know, for us it might not have been one of our highest performing songs but i think the the fun we had making it and the realness that that song is for us i think that's why that's probably one of my favorites we've made 
written really well and it's just kind of like thinking about that one kind of back to like just simpler times it's before COVID it's before like our music was really yeah. you know it's not, not like our music is really doing numbers now like it, this is like when, just kind of the early stages of just like we're really just doing this for fun we're kind of shutting out everything else mm-hmm. and just, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, those are all the questions I had for you guys today. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a great time, despite technical difficulties or anything else. Um, where can people find you? Instagram, Spotify, any music you have coming up soon? Plug it all. Yeah, so you can find us at theastronomers.music on Instagram. And then basically the astronomers anywhere, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, um, if you want to find us on a streaming service, we are on pretty much every one. So Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, you know, Pandora, Amazon Music, YouTube, doesn't really matter. We're probably on it. Um, and yeah, get, get ready for a new song in early February. We, we've got our, our next release coming up pretty soon. So, um, and it's, it's a very highly anticipated one from the fans and we're really excited to finally put it out. So mm-hmm. Well, I'll keep an eye out for that. Go follow them on Instagram. I'll put that down in the description below. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I wanna have it all right now. But sometimes you gotta-